painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Art can be very powerful. It can transmit emotions or ideas. It can be cathartic for the artist to create and can also help the person experiencing the artwork through things they are dealing with in their own life. Much like feeling better after listening to a sad song, art can help you realize that you are not alone and that others before you have dealt with the same pain and made it through. Today on Artbeat, we speak with local artist Faye Shane, whose work is currently being shown at the Bell Art Room in the Winona Public Library. The exhibit, titled Good Grief, Healing Through Art, will be on display through the month of October. I sat down with Faye to talk about the healing power of art and how it has helped her in dealing with the loss of her husband of 40 years. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Faye Shane on Artbeat. How are you doing today, Faye? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Well, great. Well, thank you for being on our show today. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, your exhibit is called um, Good Grief, uh, Healing Through Art. And, uh, you know, many believe that um, art can uh, heal and even help you stay healthy, you know, emotionally and physically even. Um, it's been said that it can relieve stress and improve communication, things like that. Um, what do you think it is about art that kind of helps emotional healing, especially when it comes to grief? I guess I'm not sure about the scientific aspects of it, sure. but I certainly know experientially it's been a wonderful um, almost medicine for me as I've been recovering from my own grief um, of losing my husband uh, of 40 years. And uh, it's just been a real helpful, peaceful uh, tool for me uh, during this time. Right. And it, you know, it's it, just talking to different artists and musicians and people like that, a lot of times they talk about uh, their art being sort of cathartic for them to work through things. Do you think that it can also be a sort of catharsis for like the viewer or listener or someone to experience the art as well? I certainly hope so, and that would just be an added bonus for me. But what I do notice, um, as you said, that you know when I'm painting uh, or drawing, I feel as though I'm almost transported to a, a different place. Um, and that doesn't mean I want to be alone in a solitary place. I enjoy doing art with other people. But I especially enjoy uh, just the whole process of painting and drawing and being creative. And other people may be in the room doing the same thing, and that's just the best. I enjoy that tremendously. Okay, okay. so sometimes it can bring people together, just the act of doing it then, huh? Correct, yes. Okay, okay. How did you uh, get started as an artist? You know, what got you into it and when did you start out? That would be a very, very long story because I started very, very, very young. Anything art, anything craft, I, I'm sure I picked that up from my mom who was very creative as well. But in mom's economy, it was, uh, she would say, uh, necessity uh, you know, is a mother invention. And she, she didn't think of herself as artistic. She just figured, well, I don't have enough money to buy this, so I'll make it. But in the end, I think she was a winner, and so was our family, because it, it nurtured our creativity. So I've always done some form of art and craft from a very young age. I went back to college uh, in, uh, well, after my children were grown and got a degree uh, in special education. And when I did my master's work, I did it on art and therapy and how, how children could respond to um, using art for like reluctant readers or reluctant learners and how art would motivate them. So I've used art in my classroom 
extensively to encourage kids. You know, if we get this done, then we can do some art. And uh, it was a great motivator. Cool. That's fantastic. I like that. Um, you know, and you know, you spoke a little bit about grief before in, in the creation of the art. Um, is that what drives you to create, or is it like a desire to work through things, or is it just kind of whatever is going on in life, you know, comes into your art, or how does that go? I think a little of everything. Some of it is just learning a new technique or a new process, so it's not a big, you know, very deep. Some of it is um, a place that I visited. The, the exhibit here has a, an up north uh, section to it, which is the last uh, vacation that my husband and I went on to the, late, to the uh, North Shore. So I used photographs from that vacation. And that was when I really got into um, watercolor more intensely and just realized how much I loved what watercolor does in water and the free-flowing aspect. and the, it, it just felt like this paint is doing its own thing and I get to watch it. That's really cool. I like that. The paint's doing its own thing. Um, and then, like you said, I noticed there is a lot of like nature and water. You have a lot of flowers, things like that. Do you find that uh, nature in itself, in like working with that or viewing it, experiencing it, um, does that help work through things as well, you think? Oh, absolutely. I brought a painting that is not part of the exhibit today. It's the little wren up there. And um, shortly after Tom passed, I would sit in my backyard, and this little wren would visit me every day and sing. Tom was a singer. And this little wren would sing and building a a house in that birdhouse that you see in the painting. So that painting... I can. I, the reason it's not part of the display is I can't let go of it for too long. I just don't want anything to happen to it. It's a real precious piece for me. The, the nature question is fabulous because I think when we're in nature, we're just, there's an aspect that is ministering to our spirit as well. You know, there's that, for me, a draw, uh, almost like a revealing of God's nature in his creation, and it's very, very healing. Okay. And then do you think that, uh, that it brings you a little closer when, you, um, when you're kind of depicting nature in your artwork? Um, does that maybe bring you closer to it by, you know, the way you see it? Do you see it from different angles? Possibly, but remember, the paint's doing its thing, too. Okay. And so sometimes it doesn't look exactly the way you think it's going to, but it's maybe even better. So, um, but who could actually paint a sunset that actually looks like a sunset, really? I mean, or take a photograph and have it really look like it really looked. I mean, it's almost impossible. The beauty that, that God has created is pretty hard to depict in paint and photograph. And, you know, but it, we try and it's, it's, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like a, it seems to me anyway that it's kind of like a, um, you're conveying the feeling of the subject or something, you know, maybe to someone. You know, you, you mentioned how uh, it doesn't always turn out how you think it might or something like that. Um, the paint's doing its thing. So it's kind of like the artwork is evolving, right? Absolutely. I think of that, was it Bob Ross? It says it's a happy little mistake or whatever, you know. Sometimes those happy little accidents are really pretty, uh-huh. so... For sure. And do you think that, like, you know, kind of letting your art evolve like that and following the process, do you think that helps people, like, helps the artist evolve as well? I'm not sure. I, I think I've enjoyed my process, and I've enjoyed that, I, that I'm becoming more confident. I'm actually, I taught a class last week at Grace Place and helped, brought some other, you know, people that are maybe struggling with various emotional things. And... It was so fun to watch them enjoy 
the, a beginner step in that process. And I thought, yep, that's that's the feeling that I'm looking for. It's like when you're teaching kids and they first learn to read and they get that, oh, I did it, you know. And that's how it is when a, anyone creates some art that they're actually proud of and they're going to go home and frame it. Oh, there's no better feeling in the world. Oh, that's great. I love that. Um, do you think that sometimes maybe it can be like in music, you know, people talk about, you know, you can listen to a sad song, but it makes you feel better, you know? You think art is kind of the same way, visual art? Oh, I, I think so. I mean, there are stories on some of these paintings that would, I don't know how much time you have, but the, the man in the boat over there is, is dedicated to my brother-in-law who passed away just this past year. And it, it didn't make, it made me sad, but it made me happy to depict him and share it with his son and all the people that love fishing and and that that painting I think has had the most response from people that it makes them feel good and they think it's Lake Winona or could be could be the boundary waters who knows I'm not saying <laughs> so they can they can make it wherever it wants to be you know well it's a beautiful scene I noticed that as well and I was reading the um the card next to it and uh and it said something about he's maybe a better fisherman than his dad, oh, according yeah. to him. Peter, Peter, yes, yeah. At the, at the, even at the, at the funeral, um, his son gave a wonderful eulogy and talked about how his dad had taught him to fish, and now, you know, his his dad uh, wasn't really as good a fisherman, but he certainly loved the process of fishing and having a good book out there on the water, and so. And it's just nice to share those things, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about teaching classes. Um, are there local resources like that that you know of that uh, might help people uh, to start creating art if they don't really know where to start and they're kind of dealing with something emotionally? Um, well, I know the Minnesota Conservatory of Art has had a grant. I'm not sure. I think that may still be running. So the MCA, Minnesota Conservatory of Art. Um, Kathy Kovala is a, is a good teacher, and I've been attending her classes for a couple of years. I'll be offering more classes probably through the Grace Place Ministry downtown on 2nd Street. Um, mine is more specifically for beginners and kind of going after that therapeutic aspect a little bit, I think. So... Okay, okay. Do you think that even even if someone is, like a, like you said, a beginner, and they don't feel like they're really an artist yet or whatever, do you think that just the process of starting it, doing it, and learning it can help them work through things as well? Absolutely. I really do. I think there's so much fear about, well, art and music, uh, you know, I'm not any good, I'm not any good. But, you know, nobody starts out being a professional or very good even and who cares i mean if the if the art and music itself are helping you feel better and the the community that you i found the the artist community that i've been involved with in some of my classes has been very wonderful for me uh, to be a part of so i just encourage people to take take part in art or choir or whatever it is that gets them into community and into that natural expression, that creative outlet. Okay. Oh, I really like that. I really like that. In fact, I've had some conversations recently about music and it being about getting together with people and just having a good time and feeling good, you know? So I really like that answer. That's fantastic. And what would you, what would you kind of want people to take away from viewing and experiencing your art? Um, I hope they look at it and maybe feel better or it takes them to a place that they remember in a good way. Um, Pickwick Mill over there has already 
done that for some people, I know that. And some of these other pe uh, pictures are Lake Winona-ish or Northern Shore-ish or Boundary Waters-ish or there's some floral ones that people think of, you know, when winter's so awful and, and we need some springtime and I painted those tulips when there were no tulips around and I, you know, so um, it's, it's, it kind of motivates us that way to, to just, um, I, I just hope it makes them feel good. Okay, that's great, you know, that's, like I said, I think that's what it's about, is sharing and, you know, getting together and feeling better. Is is there a place, like, uh, if someone misses the exhibit, do you have, like, a website or anything like that people can go to, or? I don't, okay. I don't. Maybe eventually I will, but at this point I don't. I have my business cards here at the library oh. um, for the time being, so I do have a, an email address and a phone number, uh, if that's helpful for people. But come on down and look at the art and um, next month or um, in November I'm sure there'll be some another artist here so it's always fun to come and see what the art the library has to offer okay great well um, like Faye said the exhibit's up through uh, the end of October and it's at the Bell Art Room at the Winona Public Library and I'm here talking to Faye Shane and she's an artist who works in watercolor and uh, thank you so much for joining us today Faye thank you so much I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you thank you Thanks again to artist Faye Shane for joining us today on Artbeat. For more information on exhibits at the Winona Public Library, just search Winona Public Library on Facebook. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from artist Faye Shane on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Is art an important part of your life? Find podcasts of Artbeat and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.